Hey, welcome to MotoGP Mac. Another another weekend of racing, another uh, another discussion. We, this weekend we just have uh, World Superbike and the going ons behind the scenes. So, which is that we've had a lot of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. World Superbike. So we're recording this on Saturday, and uh, you won't see this on Monday. So it's okay to say that Bautista won the race. Yeah, uh, good bit of a, a, a ding dong between Petrucci and and Johnny Ray for the for the final yes. podium. Um, yeah, look, and I suppose the major major news in MotoGP was what happened this week with uh, with the concessions. No, oh, you know, I'm be fired up. <laughs> yeah, a little bit excited about this, Jacob. Too, um, but look, that. I 100% understand both sides of the view of it, right? Not saying right or wrong. I can understand. And yeah, look, it is, maybe it is down to a popularity contest, but Carlos Espeloza did come out and he said, 100%, the driver of this is that he does not want more manufacturers to leave the sport. Yeah, but the, but the Japanese been pulling that for how long? How long has Honda been saying, "Oh, we're going to leave," and Yamaha, "Oh, we're going to leave," because they know that the that the Dorn is going to bend. It gives them yeah, excuse. But see, yeah, but the other side of this, Jake, right? It's not just Dorn that can turn around and, and change the regulation. If there's a regulation there, they have to get the team's approval. Right, it has to. It's in the. Yeah, they say I, that. I, I, look, I, look, at, look at the. Um, they say that, but look at the front end. Uh, that no, 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 you're 100% wrong there on that. That was not a regulation, there was no regulation around. Oh, yeah, it didn't break any that. regulations, they had it, it on the bike exactly. And therefore, when Dorna put in that uh ban, and the other side of the coin, I did some research on that, right? It was actually the teams wanted it banned, Dorna suggested the ban, and then. When Dorna was informed that Ducati was ready to race it, it put it back on the table to remove the ban and let five out of the six teams at the time said, hell no, we want to uphold the ban. So it was the teams put in the right, front right height device ban. Not, not Dorna officially. Not Dorna officially. This, so this time what ha has to happen now, right? <laughs> And I think Ducati and them are playing it very, very smartly. What has to happen for this regulation to go through? Carlos Espeloza can't just turn around and tell the FIM to write the regulation. That's not how it works, right? The FIM, IRTA, the, the MSMA, which is the Manufacturers Association, and Dorna will meet and discuss that regulation change of mm -hmm. concessions. And only with full agreement of the teams and the FIM can Dorna push that through. So here is where, where in my view, things lie. And everything that Ducati has said was that we're open to helping others. But you can be 110% fucking guaranteed they are not going to do that out of the goodness of their heart. So no, no and they shouldn't. They shouldn't. So, how many breaks did the? How many breaks did the? Uh, did they get this, over the years? This is the, the other side of the coin, right? Where, and people in the comments rightly are saying that the Ducati bikes were developed 
with concessions. The KTM bike was developed with concessions. The Aprilia bike was developed with concessions. Now, that's why I went back in, if you read or listened to the video that I did, I looked at the points accrued for concession points accrued in the past 18 months. Uh-huh. And Honda had six points, which would have put them, which would have meant that they would have lost concessions for 2024. <laughs> and Yamaha had 19 points. So definitely would have lost concessions, right? <laughs> so so where this then put it is like, okay, what is the possible concessions? Like Ducati, like I know uh, Revola is like, hell no, we're not going to do this, right? And it's all about how you play this game, in my view, right? The best thing, I, I think this can actually be a brilliant thing for everyone. I think what is going to happen, personally myself, is that there probably could be a free development year next year. That's um, totally agreement. That This could be a break for even the Japanese. I mean, they, they need for it. Everyone. They for need everyone. To be on their own, they need For to everyone. be struck out of the nest. Let's put it that way. But the problem, and this is why I think that it could be a free development year for everyone next year, and that's because in twenty twenty five, the new regulations come in. Right. Okay. So I think what's going to actually happen is is that there's going to be, every like realistically, every team is going to get concessions next year to develop their new bike for 2025 and that's the cover or the mask that it's going to to flow in under yeah. in my view it would be the smart way to go or i call it i call it same thing as i call it open testing but it's no it won't be it, it won't be it won't be open testing it will be the same as concessions currently okay so, well if you're going to so, do it you may as well just let it go i mean because honda and yama need to catch up so if you wanted to, if they need to catch up and you want to be fair, let them have as much testing as they want. Let Ducati have as much testing as they want. Everybody has as much testing as they want. You know, yeah. they have three times the budget of the Europeans. Um, they should be able to catch up. If they don't catch up with the but the huge budgets they have, then it's on them. But no, you see, it's not about catching up. And this is where people are going to go go wrong at this. It's developing the new engine types to run in the new fuel systems and all of this stuff for the 2025 season. Does that make okay. sense? So like, well, so they far they start... the thought that the, the new fuel system isn't that hard to switch over. They say it's not that hard until they fucking try and run it at full blast and then the fucking thing blows up. <laughs> I was wondering that myself, thinking the same thing. It's like, well, okay, it's, it might seem easy now, but when, when do you yeah, have to look, do a whole race on it? You know, it's easy in fucking paper, and then you fucking show like the Honda should be the best fucking thing in the world on paper. On paper, yeah. On paper, until it gets to the track and they find out that it's a fucking, it's not even a pig because that's insulting a pig. <laughs> do, 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 do you know what I mean? But like, I think in my view, I think for concessions, I think this can act. It's actually going to be a really good thing, mm-hmm. as long as it's shared equally. Yeah, and they're going to have to like. Ducati are not going to be putting their whatever 40, 50, 60, 70 million into it and go, oh yeah, by the way, Yamaha, Honda have 
have open testing next year just to catch up with us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's but that's what they're looking for. That's what Dorn is looking for. It's not. I don't. I don't think. I think. I think Dorna is not that fucking stupid, to be honest. You know what I mean? They know. I think they're shooting. Happen. They're shooting too high to, to make it come down lower. It's like in a negotiation. You shoot. You shoot. When you first put that first shot out that you know you're not going to get, that's ridiculously high. Yeah. You know, hoping to get ninety percent of it. Yeah. Exactly. Look, and look, that's where that's where I think I think things are, uh, like. Espelosa was coming out, and whatever you say, and he's like, There will be concessions, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or there will be an update to the current concessions, um, uh, thing. Which, look, I think if it's done right, it's done smartly, you know, and fairly, most more so than I think. And I think, like, I don't think any any one of those team managers or, or, or team principals or whatever are fucking idiots, right. Yeah. Well, maybe Lynn Jarvis, right? Yeah. Jury's out on him, right? Um, but they're going to go and make sure they get the best for their team. What is the thing that they can maximize or what advantage can they get? And, like, for example, it could be, like, it could be, like, it could be something stupid. It could, I don't think it'll be open testing, but I think what they will do is that they will increase the test days for everyone. Um, or, the test tires they will increase maybe MotoGP like within the concessions right you know MotoGP riders can test at any circuit at any time mm-hmm. do you know what I mean whereas in regulations MotoGP riders can only test in official test days right do you know what I mean whereas if you had concessions majority so I think there's definitely going to be a revising of the uh, of the concessions and I genuinely think that this is probably going to be ahead of the 24 and 25 for the 25 season. So they're going to be not really going to improve their engine. Like if Yamaha are going to stick with an inline four for, for 2025, <laughs> then, then they got that's, like, that's, that's fine. But look, again, I just think, I think that's the way that's going to go. I like this, this player is this way. They need testing so bad that, that crash agreed with us. And Crash was saying that they were putting Crash was actually putting Honda down. You know, they're usually their their baby. Then they said, yeah. "Oh, Crash said they're leaving." And I said, "Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> they're, they're shutting Crash is not just getting shut down." Oh, Crash, the the podcast, the podcast. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, look, I heard I heard that a couple of weeks ago that it was moving to once a month, and then um, Keith Hewan actually put out a tweet about it, and he's just saying, "Joe, this is their last one." Um, and look, once a month wasn't really going to be feasible for them to do a podcast, which is fair. It, it's fair, you know what I mean? Um, but maybe I think there could have been a bit of a argy bargy or something between them and Crash, obviously, if it was going to be pushed out once a month. But look, I think in my, in my ideal world, right? And I look, I, I, I'll put it to you, I would love multiple different brands fighting for, for, for a race. Win. That's the cherry on top, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, right. And you don't need. There's no. There's no difference between having three European brands versus three Chinese or or, or Japanese brands. Like when you used to be in the old days, you had three three Japanese brands, right? Now, if it went to just three European brands, it would roughly work out the same. You know, you you worry about the racing more than the. It it would. It would, but like. 
to be very honest now and to be very fair, like when we are going back looking at the five hundreds, right, the, the the there was a massive dis- difference between work spikes and customer bikes. Do you know what I mean? And I don't mm-hmm. ever want to get back to that stage of where each manufacturer has to supply eight bikes. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? At all? Oh different. no! Well, yeah, and I, I think that being that there were two strokes um, versus four strokes, that that really put a big hand in that of it having the, the, the disparity there. It did, but look, it came, it, it came into a business then, do you know what I mean? <laughs> How would I say? A bike supply business, right? Yeah. And, and you know, like, it, it's kind of like, what is your budget rather than give everyone, say, GP22s from last year? You would have 21s, 22s, and 23s, do you know what I mean, on the grid right now. And you don't really want that disparity. We had that last last year. There was 19, or two years ago, there was a 19 on and a 20. 21 or like there was different there's three different generations of the bike and you don't look you don't really want that you know what i mean um you just you want near enough to factory spec all the time um, right now now look like, like the only worry that i have with it all right and if it does work out that it's just going to be extra or, or open testing. I won't even call it open testing because I think they'll regulate how many test days you have or how many tires you have or whatever. But it will definitely be, in, in my view, an increase in testing. Right. All right. We'll say that. You're but right. like, like Ducati, like where 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 I worry about Honda and, and Yamaha is is the mentality in going racing. Right. Give them fucking three hundred and sixty five days testing a year. Will they still make the same jump that that Aprilia, KTM, and Ducati would make with thirty days testing? I don't think so. You know, they, that's that. You know, but that's on them. You got if you have an, an, an I, even playing field, right? But, and you say, all right, you both have the same amount of testing. You can't make a a, a silk purse out of a sow's ear. Okay, if their engineering department is still lacking, okay, and, and shitty. If they keep getting the bottom of the barrel engineers, that's on so, them. You can't so my, change that. That's exactly my point. Yeah. But you that can't change exactly. that no matter how you cut the so, pie. Exactly. <laughs> so if if just by 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 reason next year that they give everyone 30 days testing, 30 mm-hmm. full days testing, is the gap not going to widen? It could. But, you know, you can't say, well, you know, the Japanese are so lousy. We have to let it. We have to let them, you know, trip into it. They, we have to make it so hard for the Europeans that they, the, the Japanese, win. And why? Because Joe Blow has a Honda in his garage and he's pouting. He's not. And you know what? You know, there's difference between a race fan and a brand boy. If somebody is only looking at racing because they want their brand to win, they're a lousy racing fan. Because they're only there by they're they're flighty. They're not they're in they're out. They're not really paying attention, you know. Yeah, but like I'd be I'd be the same with that with the UFC. Like I love watching someone get the shit kicked out of them, but like I don't watch everything. I just watch that's what I mean. You you, you get really casual. You'll stop watching it and come back and watch one one bout. You know what I mean? You want that race fan, not the yeah yeah yeah. I, but look. Know. Look and look, I'll never take it away. I, I spend I spend time in um, Bangalore, India, for a couple of months, and you know, 
I never realised it when I was over there. You know, I was just talking to a fella and he, he, he owned a Royal Enfield, right? Uh-huh. Now, I thought it was a real Royal Enfield at the start. Do you know what I mean? I oh, they look alike. Yeah. 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 But it wasn't a real Royal Enfield. You know? And um, because like when he said it to you, it's like, oh, yeah, because like, they're class classic bikes from... Mm-hmm. I didn't know here. Like, it wasn't anyway. But, you know, then he was asking me, what did I have? And I was just like... Oh, I had an R1 and an R6. And like, I could see in his face, he was just, he was just like, they're my dream bikes. Do you know what I mean? He's like, I know I'll never be able to afford to own one over here. I'll never ride one, never see one. So, look, again, it's a, it's about a story that maybe, maybe their dad is told. I don't fucking know. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but like, they see these bikes, they know they'll never own it. Do you know what I mean? But it, yeah. and it then, it then becomes the icon. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Of, of their things, so like they're riding their their pedal bike with fucking cardboard fairings of of an R six. Yeah, I'll throw something at you. It's flipping you out. Um, India and China, right? Mm-hmm. Because they have so many people, right? Don't forget, there's a billion of them over there, two billion, right? China and, and India that they're selling. Ducatis and MVs over there are like hotcakes because there are rich people in India and China and a good amount of them. Mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah. So there's a they, 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 there's a big market for uh, upscale. Let me tell products. you about China. I was huh? in a taxi in China, in, yeah. in uh, Beijing. And on the left-hand side of us, there was a young fella in a Ferrari. Right? Yeah. Not even fucking 21, 22, right? Ish. Up behind him came a fella on a scooter. And he had his wife and three kids on the <laughs> scooter as well. Yeah. And it's uh it's it's Joe, look, I get it. There there's there's two lines of rich and poor in, in, in it as well, but like I'm talking that majority of these brand boys that that we do come across. Mm-hmm. So owning one of those bikes is probably a holy grail thing to them. Even no. if it's a fucking 2008 fucking Honda CBR. Do you know what I mean? It's a CBR. Because they were the first ones over there. Yeah, but it, it, it was it's a it's it's a dream to to them to own one. So look, again, I I really enjoy people that are passionate about the brand as long as they're a little bit realistic in what's going on. Do you know what I mean? Um, look, I want to be tall, dark, and handsome. But I'm uh, Irish, fat and thirsty. Joe, what I mean? It's just it, it's just one of those things that you get on with your life. But um, I think I think it can only be a good thing. I'm against, hundred percent against, if they give Honda and Yamaha a free year or extra testing and no one else. If they do it fairly, I'm hundred percent for it. I believe that it'd be actually no, I'm, for the sport. Too. I'm saying give everybody everything, and because they need it for one, uh, it'll get them out of the habit too. I think because mm-hmm. like especially Honda, they're not going to get out of that. Just get the rider to, to, to get us through. Let get the get. We need to have a, a super alien rider, right, to get our ass out of the sling, and mm-hmm. they have it down to a habit. Like yeah. Yeah, and look, they have to get the. You're right, you're spot on. And look, they have to build that bike so that Nakagami, yes, is fast. 
Yes. There's so I mean, then your alien, your alien then gets faster. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think it's, I think it's pretty interesting. The other thing then I suppose is um, it's silly season. And as we're shooting this today, Pedro Costa's, Acasta's contract with KTM, the option on it has passed. You're right. So K- KTM have either told Acosta he's going to MotoGP with them or someone else. Now, he's been, in my view, he's been very fucking bullish about going to MotoGP. Yeah. And this is one of the things I was talking about. Joe, I, was actually, I can't remember who was talking to, but I was like, he said like two weeks ago, he's like, I will be in MotoGP mm-hmm. for 2024. Uh, doing another year of Moto G or Moto Two is not an option. Mm-hmm. So he is talking to someone else as well. Yeah, fairly advanced. You can see that. Coming. Remember, I said he needed to get a little bit bigger physically to go into Mo- the Moto GP, right? And he did. Yeah. You could yeah. see him going, working out in the gym, building himself up, looking himself in the mirror, and going, "Okay, I'm ready." I know it sounds like a a, a small matter, but when you get a kid bulking up. And he wants to do it. He wants to do it right then and there. He has no patience, you know. No, 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 no. And look, it kind of reminds you of a little, little Mister Marquez as well. No patience, also. But um, no, look, I think it's very interesting. I wonder who ha- who else has him offered. Like because Dorna did come out and say that the other day that the third KTM team is not an option for next year. Because a lot of people were thinking that I.O. Um, IO Moto Moto GP would happen and they would run under the Husqvarna, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. And they've come out and they said that's not going to happen because really? I was actually okay. I was actually thinking the same thing for Yamaha. Actually, do you remember um, years ago, um, Davi was in Honda and they wanted to get rid of Davi, yeah, to get a contract. So they mm-hmm. were forced to run three work spikes along with me. And I don't know, or, or would Dorna let Yamaha run three factory bikes from the one main team next year? Yeah. And I think like the 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 the, the hot money right now is that Rins goes to Yamaha. The other hot money is is that uh, Mir is paying anyone to get him. <laughs> Mir is paying to get off the Honda as well. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so I think he's having nightmares. I, yeah, like I fucking love the idea of Rins on the Honda or on the Yamaha. I fucking love it. Like I think, I think he could stick it to Quadraro. Yeah, he has. He has that long. Long. He has that natural lines, Euro he, line that that the arcing long arcing lines for the, the mm. that yeah, yeah. He fucking drives the front of it through the through the floor like do, do, do you know what I mean? It's every aggressive riding style that that Yamaha needs right now. I think. Yes, As a, do you know what I mean? And I yeah. fucking love it too. Now I did say this last year, and then he went on the Honda. But there is a he, and I know now people are going to go. Well, he don't have a contract for twenty twenty four, yeah. But it, he has a he doesn't have a full works contract. He's a satellite. And normally, there's a clause in there that he can leave for a factory team, very similar to Jorge Martin has with Pramac. So I think there would be a clause there that he can get out and get onto a works factory bike. 
if that comes around. Um, but again, look, I feel very sorry for the two riders in um, in Gas Gas, if I'm very honest. Um, obviously, look, we haven't seen much of Poles because he crashed in, in, yeah. in second practice. Um, and your and boy, my boy, like he he's doing well, but look, he's open. He's come out now openly about three days ago, and he said, "I don't know what's going to happen for 2024." Right, right. They said that he has a contract. Do you know what I mean? He's yeah. living up to his contract. I'm sure in his rookie year, they're like you've scored ten points all season or something. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And, and he's well met that already. But I think, uh, yeah, I, I I would be very surprised if Paul Svagaro comes back the same. The same now. I don't think he'll come back the same either. We we do know that he's 1.5 centimeters shorter. Ow. Ouch. Yeah. I know that for a fact because I am two inches shorter. But I am really so, screwed up. I can't yeah, imagine. Yeah. You know. He's, yeah, he said he's 1. 1. 1.5 uh, centimeters shorter. Uh, so, look, I think it's I, – and I can't – I can't see him committing, trying to committing to be the same as as before. I think, and I know I did I did a, a comment about Rins as well as like, will he be the same? And you know, a few people have said, look, like I don't personally, I don't think Rassi was the same since his Mugello crash either. Do you know what I mean? When he broke yeah. his leg, if you remember, yes, he he was still aggressive. Oh, yeah, he he's the same. I said he doesn't seem the same to me. And I think he, I, I just think he, I just think he learned that he's not immortal. Do you know what I mean? Don't and forget, it, people forget that you're, they're not sitting on a bike like you're riding down the street. You got to be nimble on top of that bike. And you're fighting it this way and fighting it. You don't go, it doesn't just flow like left to right. You're yeah, fighting. You're, you're, you're dancing on it. Yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're on, you're like, your ass isn't on the seat. It's on, uh, you know what I mean? You're, you're on, you're, you're on the pegs constantly. So, mm -hmm. and actually, um, I was watching uh, Isle of Man TT just a hot lap with someone, and like, like his his arse. The only time his arse hit the seat was when the seat came up and hit his arse. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't that he was resting. Do you know what I mean? Um, that he he was he was he was hovering on the bike, if you if you would call it. But yeah, look, I think I think it's going to be a, a strange one because. Like, the only place Mark can go no look they could push Miller or Binder but I don't I, I don't know I think Miller is still too valuable to KTM uh, at the moment now every every day and month and year that it goes on he gets less valuable do you know what I mean yeah um, but I have to admit I talking about Miller has a PR value too like that, that Rossi did not the extent Rossi did but the everybody loves Miller kind of PR guy. He got caught there with um, now I love it, right? Because he just turned around and he was like the to um to everyone he was like just stop fucking complaining and yeah. <laughs> like they asked him they they asked him the following week, like, you know, like, did you get some backlash from your fellow riders? And he was like, well, kind of, Joe, maybe I could have worded it a little bit better, but, you know, just focus on your own, your own shit and stop complaining. Like, do you know what I mean? He's like, probably not my best way of phrasing it, but, like, <laughs> but he's right in, because, and I, 
I don't want the super Joe or not the footballer mentality to come in. Like, do you know what I mean? Someone knocks you off in one corner and you think, oh, my race is destroyed. Do you know what I mean? Just go yeah. fucking after it. Like, do, you, do you know what I mean? And like, no, take nothing away from them. You know, like they're fucking absolute warriors. But like, if you're constantly having a bitch in a mono about, oh, I don't have enough power, I don't have enough this, uh, you know. <laughs> You it's not productive. It's not productive. It's not. Mm-hmm. So I mean, now I, I I get it. Like like the last race in Aston for Yamaha, you could see and you could see their whole problems throughout the weekend with it. You know what I mean? Even in even in Saxon Ring, you could kind of I guess you could really see it too. But um, yeah, I just think like stop, drop the prima donna shit. Now look. Like remember when we were talking with Steve Parrish, like I think he was in the nail in the head. Like there's very few old characters around the paddock now. Like one of the only real ones that I would see in there actually now is Carlos uh, Pernet, you know, um, Bastanini's manager. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? he's like one of the old school fucking nut jobs. Like do you know what I mean? Uh, that that it doesn't give a flying fuck who he insults. Or what he says, what he thinks, and that's it. Agostini would be kind of the same too, I suppose. Um, and there's no real character anymore. Like there's, I don't know. It's just. Oh, Agostini! Remember, you said that he used to bring the naked girls around. That's right. Yeah, he used to be. He was some boy. Yeah. Uh, now, yeah, and look, I just think, yeah, I think, look, I think we, I do think we need a character. I do think we need a fucking bitter rivalry. Still, and I know people will say, yeah, 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 yes and no to it. But look, the Rossi versus Stoner years, Rossi versus Jimeno years, Rossi versus Biaggi, Rossi versus Marquez. That shit was what you were tuning in to see. For me, that's entertainment, right? It was full fucking hatred. Do you know what I mean? Like it wasn't fake or put on or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Or it wasn't this fucking shit of you know, fighting you on the bike and then hugging you on the paddock. Like, no, the, Rossi and Biaggi, that was, um, that was, I knew that one was for real. We went to punch him in the mouth. Mm. That put a now seal of uh, authenticity. Yeah, now I did read something there uh, uh, that Rossi and Marquez are supposed to team up in a charity thing. <laughs> I nearly fell off the fucking chair, to be honest, when, when I read it. But and he could have be the three-legged know. race, I can tell you that. Good me now because the two of them are nearly fucking geriatrics. Should be battered from from bikes. Um, but yeah. Uh, Any news on Marquez? Am I? If he's, he's staying, is he going? My God. See, so you haven't seen this video yet because it comes out tomorrow. But like Pooch was um, was asked uh, a few questions, a few tough questions actually. And it was one of the interviews where I actually, I think I believe Pooch, do you know? And firstly, he said that about Marquez, and he said, look, I believe Mark will will, will stay with us next year uh, because, and I have to say that because he has a signed contract. But he said, if a rider doesn't want to ride with Honda, we will also respect that. We respect Mark's decision. He was also giving an update on Mir, and he was like, oh, Mir... The injury Mir had in Mugello, um, realistically, he couldn't ride the bike at fast circuits. 
Uh, right. He didn't have the strength in the hand, so he expects to see him back at Silverstone. But he said something um, just about John, going on about the hand and the Japanese. And he's like, you know, he alluded to that there is a problem with, with the communication. Um, but I think being being very honest now, I think I personally think um, Mark checked out of racing in Saxon ring. I think he's checked yeah. out. He had that look. He did have that look like, that's it, I'm done. He had that boxer look. Do you ever see a boxer that goes and quits in the corner? The guy that goes... That's it. Uh, you can almost, they don't have to even say it. They, 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 you know it. You can see him as, yeah. as the ref goes up to him. He's going, he's going to quit, and then he does. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And now, I don't think it's that he's quit racing. I just think he's quit the quit the bike. Yeah. And I, and I kind of said it that it looked like Rossi in Laguna Seca in 2014. Yeah. And two weeks later, it was announced that he'd switch back to Yamaha. Yeah. Yeah, when he crashed at the top of the, the corkscrew, and whatever way he went, he just like put the hand away and looked at the bike, and as if like turned his back on walking away. And you're just, I just got at the vibe, and I was just like, "That's that fucking project <laughs> anyway." You know. And um, did you hear? Did you read? There was trouble in paradise between Honda and and uh, Calix. I heard that too, but look. You see, yeah, this, like, this, I, this, I, this, I this, see that coming. It's, it's starting to sound like it, and especially so, with the corporate ego that Honda has. You could just see it. The two bashing. You can see Honda. They want something right then and there, and it doesn't show up. They go, "Well, we'll do it ourselves." You know, they, I don't think they were 100 percent into it from the get go. Smart idea, but they just I want know. like, I think I think there's a couple of things. I think. I think the pressure the pressure is probably increased to the max right now at the moment because they're trying, in my view, they're trying to keep Mark for next year. Oh yeah, right. And I think I think he has a outsourcing. But anyhow, sorry. Outsourcing the frame to Calix was one of the methods that they had tried to keep him. Now the way Mark rode that Calix was like his fucking life depended on it. And all he did was crash it. Crash it, crash yep. it, crash it, crash it, crash it. But yeah. here's where, Hand, in my view, Honda's ignorance has come come through, right? And I know that's a harsh word to say, ignorance, but they had the Calyx, and it, all new parts go to Marquez, right? right? Marquez was off fucking, whatever, three races. They didn't share the parts. You know what I mean? They, they didn't. They put Mark yeah, above. Well, that just does, that doesn't even seem right. It's so stupid. Yeah, but look, again, all that it's doing is, and I think, and I, and I think that's where where the problem is, is that they needed to give those Calix chassis not to Mark. You know I mean? <laughs> not to fucking Mark. I'll give you that. They, yes, uh, I'll give you They needed to give that to Rins and Nakagami to find out. What's the right setting? Yes, give it, give it to Mark then for a session once they've embedded in and like three or four people actually finishing a race. Yeah, getting the the test data in the mileage on it, understanding what's going on. Like Calix didn't just fucking pick this chassis dimensions and and, and thing. Honda gave them 
a starting point. Right. And what this tells to me, right, the Calix chassis isn't working. Doesn't mean it's not going to work, but it, takes time. it, would, it would give them this template. I would call it a template or information or a certain And they would go and they would design it. And then you need to bring it to the track and test it. So you need someone to stay on the fucking bike all weekend and just put the miles on it, put the miles on it, put the miles on it. Now, I know that that Calic chassis was over in Japan. Right? So you could be fucking guaranteed that Honda were copying that fucking chassis over there themselves. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right? I see nothing wrong with that. They paid for it. They bought it. Well, do they own the IP? That's true. Right. You know? So, but, like, to develop a chassis, right? Just to do... Design a, a, a chassis from crash or from scratch is nine months. Developing it, you never stop developing your fucking chassis. Right? Yeah, yeah. And this is my view: is the first goal. Mark said it's not working. Nakagami said he didn't didn't like the feel off the front of it as well, which is consistent with what, what Mark said. But there's a whole, in my view, there's more than a year's worth of development needed to get yes. that chassis anywhere right dialed in. Right. Like, so, and he said so, that more or less. He said that from the get-go. He said, "You know, the the, the Moto Two ones took us a minimum of nine months, and now we're dealing with the Moto GP chassis." Mm-hmm. Right. It's, it's more or less saying, "I at least need a year." You know what I mean? We're talking apples and oranges. This is a bigger project, so you know, we need at least a year. And and they, you know, not the crazy. It wasn't even nine months. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't you know. Uh, so look, I think look, I think I think there's there's massive pressure on Honda right now to try and keep Mercedes, right? Are they pissing in the wind? I would probably think so, right? Yeah. He 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 can't even if he, he yeah I I couldn't see him sticking with like if he doesn't go this year he'll definitely go next year. Don't see him sticking with Honda long-term anymore and i think too many bro- promises have been broken that i, I have no believe that mark is he's done with them do you know what i mean and you know yes a broken rib is, is something sore but these guys take a yeah. fucking injection and get on with it so i mean Joe, if there's a point there he's been out there with worse before trust me yeah. how many how many accidents he's had 300 300 high sides or some ridiculous amount this yeah. year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this year. And um, yeah. Um, no, look, I just think, yeah, yeah I, I, I worry about it, but I think it's probably the best thing for Honda if he does leave. Yes. Yeah. Crash yeah. agreed with you too on that. They said they actually need, the Japanese need to get off the, 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 uh, Ride on the riders. They need to just so they need something that everybody can ride. They need to design bikes for everyone. Hello, Crash. If you're going to copy any of our stuff in, in the future again, yeah, <laughs> I know they did. That's okay. Just, just say, just say. Hey, I know uh, it's look. I think it's. I think it's interesting. I think it'll be. It would be good to see Mark on something else. And that's the other thing, do you know what I mean? It's the mark of a champion. You you can't win all your championships on one bike. 
or one manufacturer. Do you know what I mean? It's like gotta win it in two minimum. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, where would a lot of people start thinking all of a sudden it's Mark? It's it's Marquez. He's losing his his uh, skill. That's somebody blaming the. That, that's a fanboy blaming anything but the bike. Yeah, yeah. He is still good. He is still good, but look, I, I don't know. I, I still have this thing about the fear. And like I mentioned it a while ago, Rossi, like Rossi was afraid of Marquez on track. <laughs> you, know, you know, like go back the shit that Rossi used to be doing. He was afraid of no one. Do you know what I mean? And over time, that fear came in. Do you know what I mean? And I wonder, like, you have enough money. Drone, his personal mm-hmm. life is in, a, is in a good spot right now. He's getting fucked out the front door of the bike every weekend that he rides the fucking thing. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, uh, I could just stay at home and uh, and be making mad love to my woman, drinking fucking cocktails and enjoying myself. You know, yeah. And like you see, you see this even with fighters as well. Like, look, yeah, you know what they say is the champion Mike Tyson. It's hard to get up five o'clock in the morning when you're wearing silk pajamas. Pajamas, yeah, yeah. But look, look at McGregor. No, <laughs> I can't personally. I know he's Irish, but I can't personally stand Conor McGregor. I think he was brilliant at the start, and then he be just became ignorant. In do you know what I mean? And you know, uh, if you're gonna if you if you're gonna say you're gonna represent your country, do it properly. Do you know what I mean? Don't be fucking acting the fucking idiot. Um, but you know, he's not as hungry as he was. Do you know what I mean? Oh, no. Every day you're looking for a fight. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Now he's causing fights. Do you know what I mean? But he's not as hungry as he was, and I think, and I think that's gonna ha- that's happening to Marquez as well. Do you know, like he will still try his best, but like he'll walk home and and he won't be fucking angry after finishing fifth. <laughs> do you know what I mean? He'd be fucking delighted and like. Remember Rossi finishing in fucking tenth place? It was like a fucking victory. Do you know what I mean? You're like, yeah, 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 yes, yes. And 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 that's that's for me is the kind of point where they're like, they're no longer really invested. Like I think Rossi would have went in 2020 if it wasn't for COVID, right? He would have had his swung song a year, so it been, and and that would have been the end of it. And then he hung on to get the fans back and. Yeah, and look, he probably stayed two years more, or maybe three years more than he should have. But that, in my view, was kind of the decline of the champion. Like he's Rossi crashed more towards the end of his career. Marquez doesn't now trust the Honda. Do you know what I mean? Right. He's 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 struggling now, and he's going to struggle. Like it. Like I realistically believe the only two spots available for him, and. One is gas, gas. So one of those guys has to go, right? Or the other spot is Aprilia, and I think they'll get rid of Elish. Isn't there a spot over Grassini? That apparently is going to Franco Morbidelli. On oh, can't find that one. No, it has a spot of Grassini. No, I, 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 you see. Unless somebody hit their head, you know what I mean. I'm not saying no, there could no, have no, motor no. oil on the ground. Somebody slipped. Yeah. No, no, I th- and the reason I think that it's going to go to Morbidelli, the genuine reason is Ducati want to bring someone up next year. Uh-huh. 
And I think it's VR46 they're going to put that person. Wasn't that funny again? How is this? How is this doing it? How is this putting so, Morbidelli in 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 uh, it's, it's not. It's, it's a it's a bigger picture. So okay. So <laughs> my my understanding is that um, Ducati want to bring Alonso. No, it's not not Alonso Lopez. Is it? No, there's another bit. Tony Arbolino. They want to bring Tony Arbolino up to MotoGP next year. And. They are talk. There's talks about putting him in Grissini. Now, if I'm very honest, um, what do you call it? Ducati want to put Basecki in Primac, but VR46 are kind of stamping their feet, saying, "Just give us factory bikes and we'll run them." Okay. So, Morbidelli is an outcast realistically next year so if they don't give him Bisecki or sorry if they don't get Bisecki do you mean they'll put Erbelino into Grissini do you mean they'll hire someone and Morbidelli will be left without a seat I don't know I'd get rid of him get rid of him yeah, but the, what it, it is getting rid of him, but the yeah. academy don't want him gotten rid of the VR46 academy. Why? He's and, lost it. He's lost it. Morbidelli has lost his touch. Uh, I don't know. I think I think he has. If he if he does an Alex Marquez and has a better year on the the Ducati than he did on the Honda, I think maybe. Um, Think maybe it could rejuvenate his career, but I think it would rejuvenate it for a year or two, and then it'd be World Superbikes. Um, but I just no, I don't, and I think I, I think I think Morbidelli is the backturn tool, is what I would call it, because they will want to put, I think, Abelino into VR forty six. Morbidelli will go to Grissini, and Bisecki will go to Primark. Because remember, Rins, there's a good possibility Rins to Yamaha. Yeah. And that could open up Pedro Costa into El Cigar. Okay. Pedro, did you say Pedro Costa into El Cigar? Do you really yeah. think somebody's going to take a hot prospect that they've been waiting that long to get and put him on the, on the death machine? Write it like you stole a bitch. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and if I was his manager, I'd be scared to death. I wouldn't want to touch that deal with a ten foot pole. Yeah, but look, I suppose it is what it is. I think that's what I think will happen anyway. Well, I don't, I don't know about the LCR, but um, like, there's not really a lot of candidates out there. Who who would be coming up? I know Yamaha. We're looking at Alonso Lopez, and uh, we're looking at Agura. But if there is a bit of a clear out in HRC, I think that would only favour Nakagami again. Um. So I look. I, I think. I think it's, the silly season is is fascinating. But I do think. I do think what's going to happen with Morbidelli, is more of a battering thing than. 
Yeah. Oh, did I tell you this? I did not tell you this. I did a good deed yesterday. Off topic for a second. Just to make everybody happy. Going down, and I had a, my little scooter. I go with a girlfriend. It's a Chinese scooter. I said, let me give it a ride. So I go out and get a ride, and I see this kid. He has to be 16 years old, and he's in a little red Honda Grom mini bike, motorcycle kind of thing, right, on the street. Mm-hmm. And I come up beside him, and here this kid, you could tell, he's been shoved in a locker all his life, right? You know, he's meek, he's mild. And I looked at him and said, Oh, you're doing really good, man. He goes, it almost goes 50. You know, and I'm like, oh, you're doing good. I said, you know, most guys aren't brave enough to go on there. He had a smile on his face. It was like this big. It made his whole day. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, and yeah. He, said he went to race me and I backed off so he would like beat me. You know, he was so happy. I was like, yeah, I did a good deed for the day. He was, yeah. I mean. So you got your, you got your ass beat by a fucking snotty nose kid. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was felt good. Yep. Jesus, are you the new Mark Marquez or Valentino Rossi? Delighted with finishing second. I <laughs> know. <laughs> uh, look, fair play to you. Uh, you know, um, yeah, I mean, the kid feel good. You know what I mean? Big bastard it, like me. He beats a big guy like me. You know what I mean? He made him feel yeah, good. Yeah. All, you know. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Look, he'd be fucking. He went. I bet you went home and he told his mom, and then his mom fucking battered him for for going fifty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what I was going to say to you, um, yeah. So, look, I think I think with I think it's going to be interesting. And and look, going back to the concessions, um, let's wait and see. I I, I don't see a, I don't see massive concession changes, um, but I see it across the open, um, across the open. Um, across the field that it will be but um silverstone coming up um i think it'll be very good to see where exactly polo spagaro is um yeah I, uh, I, I actually am fairly worried about him to be fair yeah i you can't imagine getting back on a bike after having injuries like that imagine the fucking thoughts that you'd have like I broke my back on a motorcycle, right? But yeah. I was I was young, you know what I mean? Mm. You know, and I, and I I wasn't like I had to stay in the hospital. It broke the it broke the the vertebrae uh, vertically, you know, like up and straight up and down. Really weird break, and it didn't it wasn't that bad. But I mean, he has to be, you know. You're going that fast on that bike on the edge, and you have to do it all over again. Jesus, I mean, yeah, like you say, you see Jesus every time you go around. That's it. Yeah, I met Jesus quite enough. Yeah, <laughs> uh, an Irish road, I can tell you that. Um, oh, yeah. So, and just to to go back to, so I made a statement there that Rossi and um, Marquez were joining forces for a charity thing. Uh, now this is kind of more sensationalized reporting from a certain um, network but it was just like uh, Valentino Rossi and Mark Marquez have put their rivalry to one side and both taken part in a charity initiative the Angle Neto Foundation is launching a charity auction and Rossi and Marquez have each autographed paintings of themselves the funds will go towards racing 
uh, to go towards a motorsport art and smiles project to help. I think um, I don't know what his name is. He suffered a spinal cord injury and thing. Um, so Rossi's I think it will come autographed by the superstars themselves, and each painting will be auctioned off for a minimum of ten grand. So look, they actually have them. They're not meeting together, but they're just supplying photographs, signed photo or signed photographs or paintings of themselves at the same auction. Yeah, sensationalized fucking reporting. <laughs> it, it gets on my fucking tits, man. Uh, really, uh, you know. As you know, I, I have a particular gripe with a couple of, of um, uh, fake news channels. Oh, yes, yes. YouTube. So just be aware, again, of, um, of what, you're, what you're reading uh, or listening to on YouTube because it's... He's staying, he's gone. Every, every time, every day they have a different saying on there. And, and, yeah, you know, yeah, look, I know, look, to be he fair. He says it's uh, unbelievable. It's shocking, you know. It's shocking it's like, facts about Ducati. Yeah, what you didn't know, you know. It's a, it's like a, a, a Hollywood tabloid you see at the supermarket, you know. Yeah. Or the bad you see, see, Marquez rides with Bigfoot, you know. Yeah. Oh, and the other thing actually there that I meant to say as well is that, remember I said to you last week the Pirelli um, were taking over Moto2 and Moto3? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Done deal. Done. Done deal? Officially announced, yeah. So there are no more Dunlap racing in Moto, in the Moto GP panel. Did they give a reason for that? I'm surprised. Dunlop makes it, by the way, folks, Dunlop makes a really good tire. That, uh, I, actually the, have, I actually have Dunlops on the R6. Yeah, I, I, love, I always love Dunlops. Uh, especially yeah. the one with the, um, the, 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 the has, has one, the one ply across the whole tire, right? The last ply is just one goes around the whole. It's seamless, right? Okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah, no, it was. Um, yeah, I had a set of Dunlops on, on, on the R6. Now, I will admit, when I saw them failing in the TTs and stuff like that, I did get a little bit nervous, but so yeah, fucking, I'll drive it on anyway and see, see how we get. Um, look, and as well, look, I suppose just on the concessions, it's all like most people may like when, they, when they're hearing us talk, hearing us talk like that it's a done deal. None of the teams have actually been contacted yet directly, so no, yeah. no official. Like, so I think, I think what that was probably doing <laughs> was uh, I suppose and putting it out there that you feel around there, so yes, yes, and and and, and test the thing. I think Ducati are, are, are applying. As I said earlier, in the right way, and like, yeah, sure, we we're open to helping, but it has to be fair and, and equal. Uh, Aprilia have kind of said no, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and KTM are like, oh well, look, no, it's not nice no. to see <laughs> no, but it's kind of in between an Aprilia and uh, thing, and uh, and even Pooch turned around, and this is why I said about the thing of, about in Sunday's video. That I kind of believe Pooch was because, like, even Pooch is kind of like, well, like, we haven't really asked for them yet. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? But now, in fairness, Pooch turned around and he did say, you know, I don't think it's, you know, I don't think it's up to us to make the rules or whatever, but I think we need to build a better bike. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So he's, so it's like, kind of, I was actually nearly impressed. Yeah, yeah, almost, almost impressed. Yeah, 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 yeah,
What else? Yeah, still, still, still cagey about it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, look, I think I, I think it's this is concessions are not going to go away. I think maybe another two weeks and it'll burn itself out, and we'll know. I'm hoping because Christ, that, that that is just that's the most ridiculous thing though I've seen in my 40 years of watching racing. Yeah, and look, I think now look, it could have been the way that it was handled by the media as well, right? Because it was actually when I heard it first, it was from Gigi Delinia, and he said, and he said like they hadn't been contacted, but he's like we would only ever agree to so helping people out or whatever if it's done fairly and equally across across things. And and the fact and, that Yamaha and Honda's budgets are huge. You know, yeah. that's like having a boxing match and you have a lightweight fighter on one side and a heavyweight in the other. And they go, listen, what happens is <laughs> the heavyweight has to punch the lightweight, has to let him punch the lightweight guy a few times because we need to help him out. You know, you're like, yeah, yeah, but look, like, like, listen, uh, you know, he has yeah. to let him punch in the face. It's it's, it's so back ass, which is it's unbelievable. Yeah, but look, uh, like the, for me, there's a couple of things here, right? So within the regulations, right, you're 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 actually in your testing. You're governed by tires. Yeah. Right. So what's what's wrong with so say Yamaha for example, right? When they were looking at an engine or running a V four engine, right? They could probably start just say a V four engine this running the, this year on a set of Michelin slicks, not more GP slicks. All they need is time and wear statuses on that engine. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Understand the engine, this, that, and the other. For Honda, for Aero and, and stuff like this, I just don't understand. They have the budget to be doing things more than they're doing, and they're not. right? They're, uh, that's where, where I see it. So if this testing comes in and if so if it's done fairly great but like right now they have all the money in the fucking world that they need to develop their bikes but they right. just do not have the time within the regulations i just they don't do think they not, care. i, I don't they think do. they're a car company now when mr honda died it became a car company and mr honda said it would but i just think Honda's it, budget so big they could get on the phone and say Give me the best of the best in every op and in, in, in every in every aspect. All right, put an emblem on it and say it's a Honda, and we'll win. Yeah. End the story. Yeah, but look, okay, right. A lot of people will go on and say, "Oh, they're winning in Formula One." Like Honda just make the engine and the hybrid system in Formula One. They do not make the engineering of the chassis and whatever. Right? Mm-hmm. If Honda's engine in Formula One was the be all and end all, then the soup. Not what is it? The Alpha Tauri, which is the other Honda supplied car, yeah, would be fighting with the Red Bulls, and it's fucking not. It's fighting towards the back, right? So the chassis is is all important in Formula One. My view with Honda is yes, they are more focused on Formula One because that will sell more cars. End of story, right? Are they really worried about the bike industry? I don't think they are, but I think it's now becoming an ugly wart on the nose. Yeah, yeah. Do, do, do you know what I mean? And it's going to tarnish their motorsport heritage and stuff around the world. So I think they are going to do it. But right now, because they have, what is it, 220 or 120 tires a year to use, 
it's no it's no good having a hundred fucking million to throw behind it because you can't spend it. Yeah. You just can't spend it. They can't change their engine. They can change their chassis. But they need the relative rubber to understand mm-hmm. if that is a good fix or a bad fix. Now, saying that, the other sort of thing, right, that in my view that they could probably look at doing is, say, take the chassis. And Yamaha could probably do this too. Take the chassis and the engine and run it on on the current spec of it on Michelin's, right? Yeah. For example. And then... So make a tweak, do you know what I mean? And run it on the same set of Michelin tires again. And you could correlate uh, an improvement or what from that. And that right. could be done outside of testing restrictions because you're not using the rubber. True. And True. like in the back hole of fucking Japan, who is going to spot them? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like that's, that's, that's why I thought, like, like, my understanding is is that you know you can only test in your designated race circuits on race rubber and all of this stuff, but if you're not on necessarily race rubber, you're just doing a demo. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but the, the like you said before, all the money in the world doesn't do any, do any good if they don't have enough time. But that's so, my point. That's my point. They do have the time if they, if they could look at the, the regulations in the way of like. How can we run our bikes outside of the regulations? Like they can run, they can run a bike in the streets of a thing as a promo, right? It's last year's engine or whatever. They can run last year's engine this year's frame. Run it on a set of slicks, see what's going on. Don't you? Just a normal set of slicks that you could buy off, right. off over the counter. That's my view of it. You know what I mean? But do you think that def- yeah, but with the difference between a regular set of slicks and the tires they have on for the MotoGP, um, Christ, Simon Crayfar came on there. I was really surprised. He says the the the, the MotoGP tire is mm-hmm. ten times harder than the slicks you have on a street bike. I I know that, but what, like what my 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 point is is that they could use that tire as a reference. So you go out with your original chassis mm-hmm. and you set a benchmark. Do you know what I mean? And then right. you use the same same chassis or well, like you tweak your chassis or settings or whatever with the same tire and you use that as your benchmark. Did that help? No. Okay. So we're not going to waste time in testing with this. By the way, lads, we've we tried three different settings here. It gave us a little bit more po- positive feedback. I know it would be related to the tire, but it's mm. something, it's direction to go and try. And I don't think they're doing that. Do you know what I mean? They're... Mm. So, how in in a way can you legally operate outside of the regulations? I suppose is the question that that I would be asking. Whereas I think I don't think they're even doing anything at, at all. Like yeah. in Japan, I don't think they're doing any running or, or or very limited running because they're using race rubber as as the guide. And if they need to tweak the chassis, they need just to be set a baseline with something. And then see does that is there any correlation like you'll know it in your first test right so like if you correlate something and you say okay we found an improvement by adjusting this setting right right well, go out with their known settings in in session one fp1 
and then they back to back that. And if there's no improvement, they know that correlation is off. Okay, it doesn't work. Try something else. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But it's like if you can find a correlation to something that's outside of the regulations, then you could use that to develop your bike outside of the regulations because you wouldn't necessarily be using MotoGP rubber or whatever, for example. Right, I don't understand. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. Like I don't know if it'll match up though. That's the only thing I was thinking, but I don't know if it Yeah, look, it's 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 something, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I always worry about them. But anyway, I think we'll wrap it up there for this week, Jiki Boo. Yeah. I think yeah. it's uh yeah, I am I'm, I'm interested to see what next week will bring. I although I don't think there'll be too much with uh with the concessions now and never know. Espelosa might just turn around and fucking shock us all on Monday and say, Oh, it started. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Oh, they, they said I want to go. They asked me to go on another. I want to do it just for shits and giggles. They said, You want to go on a scooter run? So I want to take that cheap ass scooter, right? And right. run with all the big with the Vespa. Boy, I'll oh, tell you gosh. what. Yeah, one mine, mine costs 900 bucks new. Theirs costs like 8,000. And you don't want to try to beat them. I will try to race them. <laughs> With the skinny little ass tires, because they have like big tires and everything. I want to try with little skinny tires. I'll probably end up crashing. Yeah. So what you're actually trying to say is that if you're not here next week, you've crashed. Yeah, <laughs> crashed. Yeah, <laughs> crashed. Right. Fair enough. Radio. Well, look on that bombshell. We will uh, leave it there, and look, we'll see everyone again next week. All right. Take it easy, guys. Peace.